I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Happy Monday, sir. What's going on, man? How's your Monday? Uh, Really busy, actually, yeah. man. Like, it's there's a good and a bad with having every holiday off. <laughs> right, right. Like, if you have every holiday off, it's good because it's a paid holiday and yeah, yeah. you're not working on that day. The bad news is the work is going to be there the next day, yeah, the next work day. Is. Definitely is. And it's like threefold. <laughs> Just so much more yeah. work and stuff I got to get done. Right. Um, Me and my amazing team. So, yeah, yeah. that was a... Uh, it was not a bright spot. Yeah, we get a little slow during this time of the year. Nice. Um, well, it's like uh, from like Thanksgiving into December, right in this color, these last few weeks of the month, um, really slows down. Everybody's taking vacations and stuff, and then picks back up a lot, like towards Christmas. Then it slows down a little bit. Then we're in full on everything coming in right after that in the new year. I bet you guys get like a lot. You guys are probably getting a lot of contracts now, but not a lot of work, right? Uh, well, people are trying to. Guys, I can get them on a really work subject. <laughs> we'll talk about it for hours. It's awesome. People are trying to spend their money, yeah, budget and stuff by the end of the year. So they got to start doing little odds and ends here and there. Obviously, like, I will assist. Yeah. Hell yeah. Gotcha. yeah. We will do it. Uh, we, we don't talk about it much, man, but um, what, are you, what are you jamming to these days? Oh. Uh, Anything in your tape deck? Uh, Guys, I mean, a tape deck is a thing from the from like <laughs> 90s model vehicles. Yeah. Uh, where you actually put like a cassette tape in it. Oh, yeah. And like it played music through the speakers in your yeah, vehicle. That's crazy. Right? It makes and then, sense. And then... Yeah, to get to the B side because there was an A side and a B side. Right, right. You had to flip it over. Yeah, but you had to play the whole A side. You had to play the whole A. Side. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, it's crazy. Well, man. What are you bumping to these days, man? Uh, 
Man, you know, I love me some Chili Peppers. They released like 14 albums this year. So I've uh, been listening to a lot of that. Just choked on my lime, <laughs> my lemon lime Gatorade. Um, I do enjoy a good... Uh, Taylor Swift album, right? Yes. Awesome. Midnight. Let's talk about it. Yeah. That's where you were going, right? Yeah, that's exactly where I was headed towards. For real? No, not at all. Where, where, where uh, were you going? I'm sorry. Uh, a good uh, smooth jazz playlist Ooh. as we were listening to a few minutes ago. A little, a little Harry Connick Jr.? <laughs> Why are you <laughs> laughing at everything I Because <laughs> it's like, it's serious, but like partially not serious. So it's making me laugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a little, little jazz to, to lighten the day and uh, relax a little bit on the ride home. Good deal. About you, uh, I've been listening to "Midnight" by Taylor Swift. Yeah, not even a joke. That that Target exclusive we were talking. That's about? exactly what I got, mm. man. Um, this is actually a really good album, man. I think she's just like. Here's the thing with me, um, these younger artists and like she's like three or four years younger than right, me, right. So it's not like she's a super young. You know, Selena Gomez is thirty something years Let's old. Go. Let's go. I had no clue she right. was in her 30s. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, I, she has matured. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. I don't know about Selena. I know very um, little about her. Right. Watch Only only Murders in the Building. Fantastic show, though. <laughs> but um, Taylor has really matured with her music. Okay. And, like, it kind of makes sense, and it's, like, matching where I am in life, kind of. I mean, I'm not this rich pop star um, that yeah, gets like I mean, go around the world on jets and stuff a, like that. There, also not a white woman either. Not a white blonde woman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of we have we have really nothing in common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, there you go. In that in that case, the album was good. It's got to return to target. Yeah, then messed it all up. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the shows for John Wick Chapter 4, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, some more of that great show Blockbuster, and our movie of the week, La Conta, Wakanda Forever. All right, team, we're going to check out these trailers. Watch our full reviews of them on our YouTube page. We got a YouTube page, man. We do have a YouTube page. Let's get it. You can uh, see it in the link tree. Boom. In the bio. Somewhere on this screen. Somewhere. Do we have the technology yet? I don't have that technology Where I can just point and it appears? Yeah, I don't have that technology quite. Figure it out, Javi. Okay. It's right there. We'll we'll, we'll make it happen. (laughs) All right. John Wick, chapter four. With the price over on his head increasing, legendary hitman John Wick takes his fight against the high table global as he seeks out the most powerful players in the underworld from New York to Paris to Japan to Berlin. Um, making some moves this round, huh? JV, we're making some moves yeah. this round. Um, I don't know about you, man, but like. I have seen the same movie. <laughs> I'm going to go see this in theaters. Yeah, you can see it four times. And it's the same movie four times. But, like, yeah. I'm encapsulated by how great and fun this is all, all every time. 
it's always uh scene to scenes always like you know fairly accurate fighting styles and yeah. gun control and stuff like that so that's makes it good right if yeah. it was kind of bogus it'd be, be done with it a long time ago and it's also Keanu Reeves man you know he's one of those guys you just want to see and Johnny Utah baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> um but yeah, I think it's you know with the the director and the scenes and the choreography, it's gonna be something we enjoy. Yeah, uh, give me this all day, all day long. I got you. You keep on bringing in like really great action stars. Um, you got Donnie in this time as Kane. He's just awesome. Yeah, I, I guess Bill Skarsgård is like the big baddie. Mm. Pennywise the clown is the big baddie in this movie, I guess. <laughs> um, you got the dude who played Scorpion, Hiroku Sanada in this. Right. Uh, this is going to be fun, man. This is definitely going to be fun. I'm excited for this. Ian McShane comes back as Winston. I, there's not much to say except for just like Keanu Reeves is going to kill everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of his, his Bad thing. Bad assery. Yeah, that's his thing. All right, yeah, guys. Not, not a whole lot more, how much more to say about that. Yeah, yeah. That's just uh, John Wick Chapter 4, we're going to throw it on our, our socials. Yeah, let's go. And uh, let us know your thoughts. Are you still excited for this uh, series of films? Because I'll be in the theater. <laughs> I'll be in the theater for JW19. Right. Yeah. Let's go. The fate of John Wick, you know, the, the eighth one, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fighting space. <laughs> You gotta do it. You gotta do it, bro. I mean, you go to you go to New York, Tokyo, Berlin, all these places. The The only place you gotta go now is the moon, baby. Red rocks, baby. Let's go to Mars. (laughs) Let's go. Hey guys, what's all this on our socials? Let us know your thoughts. All right. Um. Yeah, we got a darker version of the classic children's fairy tale of a wooden puppet that transformed into a real living boy. Um, we just talked about uh, Disney's version of Pinocchio yeah. uh, a little while ago. Yeah, a couple weeks. Um, Guillermo del Toro, man, I that's I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with with the other Pinocchio, the Disney one that just dropped. You know, we talked about just kind of being kind of creepy, right? I think Pinoc- Pinocchio in general is kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. And it's always made to be like a, a, a tale of something, you know, a nice tale or whatever. But I like this because it makes it creepy. It's going along with the creepiness of this puppet and the characters going on around this puppet. So it's you're leading, you like it because it's leaning into the creepiness of... <laughs> The fable of Pinocchio. Well, I think just that kind of movie in general compared to like a a Disney trying to make everything cute. Yeah, but there still you go. Creep, but it's but it is creepy, right? <laughs> right. With this, we get some creepy stuff going on, and and the creatures around them are pretty awesome too. Uh, you know, I I like when things are you know when it makes sense. Yeah. When it's creepy and the things around it are creepy and it all makes sense, I, I enjoy that. Because they're clowns from outer space, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how clowns really are. So. <laughs> clowns come from outer space. <laughs> exactly. So, so fits in perfect. <laughs> we, do, we do it the whole time, damn it. 
Um, yeah, I'll probably catch this one, man. It looks like it's going to be worth the watch. I mean, you got a great director here. Yeah, so I, I watch everything from Guillermo del Toro. He's literally one of the best <clears throat> on the planet. Um, it, it looks really freaky. Yeah. yeah. Um, the nose extending is like a full tree, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Um, leaves and everything. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, Jiminy Cricket looks like a scary cricket. Yeah, that's your that's your boy too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got what else we got in here? Ron Perlman, Tilda Swinton, uh, Kate, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Ben Wolfhard. Tim Blake Nelson. All right. Yeah, that's going to be a... John Toretto, Christopher Walt. We got a squad, dude. a great dude. cast, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. you know what? It's still creepy. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to give it a watch for all yeah. these amazing, talented voices. It's creepy in a different way this time. No, it's yeah. still creepy in the same way. Don't get me wrong. Like, the it makes, story, more, like, makes more sense. It time. makes more sense. This time. I agree with you. The story <laughs> of Pinocchio you, is just you. weird and creepy, and I've yeah. never really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, we'll give it a go, guys. Yeah. Uh, this one drops on Netflix December 9th, um, and it'll be limited in theaters sometime in the remaining days here in November. So uh, excited about this. Are you a Guillermo del Toro fan? Do you like Pinocchio? After you watch this, let us know in the comments. Do you like the Disney version or do you like this version? I haven't liked a Pinocchio movie since Pinocchio's Revenge. Just I put that on the table. I'm just... No, I'm gonna order that off Amazon so we can watch it. Deal. It's it's, it's a VHS tape. We'll have to figure that out. But I'm sure we can. We can go to my mother-in-law's house. Okay. Go to a thrift store. So the funds to be Nope. Sealed. We'll go to we'll go to China Grove. My grandmother's not my grandmother's. My mother-in-law's house. She has a VHS player. Let's go. We'll not give it up. Let's go. All right, man. Um, you watch any more blockbuster? Uh, yeah, I caught a couple episodes. All right, thoughts. Now, after watching a couple of episodes. Well, I mean, I've watched a good chunk of them, but I went back because, as always, like, trying to watch them all consecutively sometimes doesn't work out just because of things going on around the house yeah. or stuff like that. Just keep the kids um, out, So I went and watched a couple more episodes, so I'm at <clears throat> episode three. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm still kind of with the same thing I was saying. I mean, I'm enjoying it, like, 100%. Yeah. Uh but it's it's a lot. And every episode's kinda every episode's different. Yeah. But it's just a lot. So I'll I'll say this, man. You when what you said last week about this where it would have been better as a movie. Yes and no, because I didn't think they were gonna explore I've watched everything. Okay. I'm not gonna spoil. <laughs> Um, for you or anybody else, but everybody has an arc, right? Everybody, all the main characters have an arc on the show and it's a great thing to see. And would they be able to do that? Is this better suited for the look and feel of, is it better suited as, for, as a movie? Yeah. Yes. Would we be able to go ahead and get as rich character development as we did in a, in a sitcom that we don't really get yeah. that much good character development over 10 episodes. Right. 10 episodes, right? I'm not going to lie to you here. Yep. <laughs> 10 episodes. And we do. Everybody from uh, Timmy's character to uh, J.B. Smooth's like, daughter right. gets a really good character arc in this 
show. Yeah, I guess it's something you get to see once you've seen all of it and kind of understand the episodes can do that. Yeah. Like each episode can do its own thing and it's not uh hazardous to the to the whole scheme of the of if it was a movie. Exactly. And it's right. like a beautiful package and it doesn't seem rushed within the ten minutes within right. the ten episodes. Right. Like if this didn't come back for a season two, um you could feel like, okay, this is complete. Okay. Good deal. Um but it's so well written that you want it to come back for a season. Right, season. right. Like, you want to see these characters again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, guys, I recommend this. Keep watching. Uh, Blockbuster is a fantastic show. Uh, Land by the Great, Roundup Park, <laughs> and his amazing cla- cast. Yeah. Class. He's a Blockbuster daddy <laughs> to these people, okay? <laughs> Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, hopefully maybe we can get Randall Park on the show. Yeah, let's uh let's hit him up. He would seem like an easy get, right? <laughs> He's doing some magic tricks. <clears throat> he can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, one thing I've been catching up on, well, oh, not catching snap. up, but uh, Winchester been rewatching. No, I kind of that kind of fell off the radar. Wait, what? Yeah, it's it's not <clears throat> supernatural. It's fine. The Winchesters. Kind of fell off the radar. Like, how many episodes have you watched of Winchesters? Uh, Winchester? I watched like three episodes. It just doesn't hit like it Supernatural? Just, it hits like Riverdale or like the Vampire Diaries. If you ever watch any of those. Yeah, big fan of Vampire Diaries. Dude, yeah. look at me. <laughs> Duh. It's kind of a... I'm shell-shocked right now. It's uh, got kind of the shiny CW look to it. As to like Supernatural, which was a lot darker and just is just didn't hit, hit hit right. I think Supernatural came out before the CW was like this teeny bopper CW thing. That yeah, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. That's kind of everything kind of spun spun out from that. Yeah, but okay. I mean, because I, I don't really. Only thing I watched really CW wise was like uh, Flash and Arrow stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other. Shows that were on there, kind of the, I don't want to say drama kind of shows. I watched the first season of Riverdale. Yeah. Didn't watch the season, anything else. Right. Wife loved it all. Mm. Anyway, that's beside the point. What are you watching Uh, these days, sir? The Walking Dead. Oh. Yeah, the the final season's about to drop the last few episodes, so I'm getting caught up. So when it drops on Netflix, I can watch the whole season. I'm watching out of the final season. How many seasons in total? Uh, 11. Yes, 11. How many episodes per season? Do you, do you uh, think? Probably about 16, 17, so somewhere it's around there. take me a while to get caught up. Yeah, you got to you gotta get rolling. For <laughs> I think it was, um, I think the seasons are kind of different, like, uh, as far as how oh many Oh, my episodes. God, 176 episodes. <laughs> Yeah, that's not happening. Got it, man. I'm not sure when the uh, the other one will drop on Netflix. I know it's like on AMC uh, subscription. You can get it on there. You can buy them on Amazon. But we'll, just, we'll just wait to hit Netflix and check them all out there. Dope. So. All right, man. Well, we are here, brother. Yes, we are. 
the final MCU movie of 2022. Oh, yeah. Black Panther. It was a good one. The Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. I think it was it was just called Wakanda Forever. Black Panther. <laughs> Wakanda Forever. You're right. I think he was just Wakanda Forever. <laughs> I'm just trying to get like the the the, the diction yeah, down yeah. for it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Get more uh, Wakandian. All right, team. We're going to jump into it here. So uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is directed by the great, cool, awesome, major talented Ryan Coogler. It's written by Coogler and Joe Robert Cole. We had a $250 million budget. And so far, as of about a few hours ago, it was at $330 million at the box office. All right. Uh, open weekend. Starting this movie, we have Letitia Wright as Shuri. Lupita Nyong'o as Nakia. Denai Guerrera as Okai. I keep forgetting. I've said this like earlier and I could, every like three or four times I say it, it's wrong. Okoye. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know how to say it, but then I'll try to read it real fast and mess it up. Uh, Winston Duke as Mbaku. Florence Kasumba as Ayo. Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams. Uh, Michaela Cole as An- Anika. Tanak Hirta as Namor. Martin Freeman as Everett Ross. Julia Lewis-Dreyfus as Valentina Allegra. DeFontaine, a lot of names. A lot. Uh, Angela Bassett as Ramonda. And we have some pretty good uh, supporting cast behind that as well. Very much so, sir. Very much yeah. so. Uh, Lake Bell was in this movie. That was surprising. Let's go ahead and uh, give us that quick synopsis so we can hop into this one. I hope you stretch because uh, we're going to be here for a minute, guys. Yeah. So strap in. Let's make it happen. I brought some PJs too. So, we're, <laughs> you know, what we got to do here? Uh, all right. Uh, we journey with Shuri, uh, who goes from princess to queen and has to endure a world that's taken everything from her as she fights to protect that world and her nation from the ancient civilization to Loken and its leader, Namor who has plans to destroy the service dwellers. And that all starts with Wakanda forever. <clears throat> all right, man. Um, let's just start at the top. Uh, at the, top. the black Panther, T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman mm. is no longer with us. Correct. The King is gone. Yes. Uh, a lot of shoes to fill. Yeah, Definitely. And for this movie, the heartbeat, the soul of the movie is Shuri. Yes. Right. She goes through so much for the course of this film. You know, we're following her through the story only made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a, in a, all right, man, we have these dope ideas for Black Panther 2, what we want to do with Chadwick and T'Challa's character. Oh, Colon cancer. Yes. Taking the king. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. It only made sense, right? We're not right. going to bring back Killmonger. We're not going to re, you know, recast or digitally yeah. do uh, him yeah. or anything of that nature. Very, very untasteful. Exactly. I no, guess. no, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It's exactly That's what it would, would be, it. right? And yeah. Kevin Feige and Ryan Coogler and, you know, Nate Moore, who's one of the producers, 
uh, was like, we can't do that. No. The impact of Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa is just there. We yeah. can't take that away. So, yep. Uh, you can't really bring back like a Killmonger because, you know, it was a big deal. Exactly. At the end of the movie, how he he chose to die. Yeah, exactly. So you can't just bring him back like, oh, he didn't really die. Then you lose that touch. So right? we're so exactly. So we're here, and we have Shuri, and we find her in a place. Uh, where she confide, confides in her tech. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure nothing bad ever happens again to Wakanda, you know, especially after the events of Infinity War and without a Black Panther to take up the mantle. I don't know about y- you, man, but we are emotionally attached to her from the very beginning. Yeah, the, the way they uh, wrote T'Challa's story along with Chadwick, um, she put on a very, very strong performance yeah. tied to that, which makes sense. I mean, it's not just a character that's gone. It's a co-star, Yeah, you know, a co-worker. I, I, I can imagine that that was a strong tie to all of their emotions through this whole movie. Um, and she was definitely the, the front of all that. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So, you know, because of the loss of her brother and the events that take place during the course of the film, you know, um, she turns into this hero in her own right. Yep. She doesn't believe she is at first. She just thinks her duty is to use her tech and mind to help protect Wakanda. Yeah. Um, just the, just the struggle yeah. that she had to go through, man. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect... Like, I knew this was going to be an emotional film. Right. Right? But I didn't expect it to be this weighty. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, it's still a Marvel movie. And, right. You know, we saw Thor Love and Thunder, which I love that movie. Yeah. But we took, you know, Jane having cancer, and it was a joke for, like, it was, like, serious for, like, three and a half minutes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one, they did a very, I thought they did a great job of uh, praising Chadwick as his character. Yeah. And also the character itself. Yeah. Um, I mean, those opening credits were fantastic. Oh, yeah. The, the theater um, was silent, man. Silent. The whole thing. And even in the end, was the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean... It's hard. I would imagine it's hard for them to just to be there and do that. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, she's yeah. our she's our lead man, and she takes us on this uh, roller coaster here. All right, <clears throat> we got a uh, Queen Ramonda, uh, Queen Mother of Wakanda, and the one in charge during this movie. Right yes. at the end of Black Panther, um, and even Infinity War. You can even say in, in the game, it was, uh, you know, T'Challa, who is the king in charge yeah. and all that good stuff there. Now that he has passed, this movie picks up a year after his death, by the way, yeah. after his f- funeral. And um, she's in charge. Um, and she has no trust in the outsiders. Right. 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 Um, you know, though the, though the deceased King Charles states that he would, you know, open up Wakanda and be more of a nation of hope and, 
bringing outsiders and yeah. share technology and ideas and everything. Uh, after the loss of her son, um, she's like, nah, man. And, you know, it makes sense. Yeah, well, I think they start getting attacked. Exactly. Every country is trying to find vibranium. Exactly. So she's like, nah, we're going to shut that down. Yeah, we you can't no. have all that. Yeah, right. Hands off. And she's a black mom, so <laughs> she's going to pop you. Okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was about to. She had to slap some people around. She was about to slap the, out of that <laughs> French ambassador, bro, yeah. right? Um, and, like, I, I, I get it. Um, I don't know if that was would have been like T'Challa's wishes. Right. But now that he's not here, she's going to have to make some drastic decisions as leader. And she probably would have been more open to it if they weren't trying, if they didn't want it for horrible purposes (laughs) as we do as humans. Exactly. We're going to turn everything into a weapon. Right. We're going to put laser beams on every shark. You know what I mean? Every single one. So like, that's just what (laughs) we do as human beings. Yeah. Everything's, a weapon. Thank you, Cain and Abel. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, she she takes Angela Bassett takes on this poignant and beautiful role as a mother who lost everything, man. And it, it's Angela Bassett, man. She never right. misses. Right. Absolutely does not miss at all, man. Um, <laughs> she had some scenes in this movie where you're just like. Yo, we're following Shuri, but like she's not the only one who lost something. Right, who right. Lost somebody, right? Who exactly is experiencing this? She's front and center, but we have all these other characters, and especially like Queen Mother of Wakanda, yeah. and she has nothing. Just like in that mid- in that middle scene. Yeah, yeah. I like. She. Yeah, she you felt that. Up. You she felt that. Up. Yeah, you yeah. felt that, man. Uh, yeah, something I like there, and I noticed too, is this is a real strong female-led movie. I love that. Yeah. Um, with sure uh, Letitia Wright, um, Ashuri, uh, and then the Dora Milaje. I yeah. mean, this whole thing was just powerful women whipping ass, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, let's move over here to um, Okoye, the general of the Dora Milaje, a warrior at heart. Um, you know what, man? I I like her better in this movie than the first one. Okay. Um, we get to see a lighter side of this character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, than in the first film. And, and, you know, it's a breath of fresh air. Um, you know, people mourn differently. Yeah. And people go through things differently. Um, I like that she's trying to find, she's not fun, but she's trying to find fun even okay, through the, the loss of the king, right? I gotcha, I gotcha. Because she's very militant and she's very strict and she's very to the point, but with Shuri, um, with uh, other people, like she is trying to have fun. Yeah. Like in and that's the, appreciative. Yeah, in, in the first Black Panther, she didn't even want to leave Wakanda. Yeah. And she's just like, I don't want to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. And now I guess she's, you know, trying to help help Shuri through all this too, right? Oh yeah. So she's just letting loose a little bit. Not much. Not much. Not much. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um but yeah, she's uh she's definitely different in this one. Definitely. Oh yeah. 
We have um, Winston Duke coming back as Mbaku, and I uh, love this character, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, great. He is used a lot less in this film, um, but understand, understanding, as this is a movie about black women with and without power, man. Yeah. Um, this is a movie about black women empowerment and that black women get it done. Damn good writing, bro. <laughs> like, like you said, like, yeah. I don't think, I don't think you, I, I can't speak, I can't speak for you, but only thoughts of what you just said a few minutes ago is mm -hmm. like, I don't think you went into it thinking that it was going to be like that. Right. But it was done in a very tasteful way where it's not just like, Oh yeah, black women get it done. It was just yeah, like, yeah. yo, this is the shit that we're in. We're we have no other choice. You right. Know what I mean, right. that's what it was, and that's what, what was dope, man. Um, but I do like that he is on the council and has interwoven his tribe into regular kind of. There's not in that yeah. outpost anymore. Um, yeah, they're kind of like uh, doing some protection work, like walking around the the, yeah. the city and stuff like that. <clears throat> Uh, he does act as a big brother and advisor to Shuri through many points in the film. And uh, he's, he's a lot of it is like he's comic relief without trying to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not that slapstick comedy that we get yeah, in a lot of Marvel movies. It's just the, the delivery. The delivery right? is just perfect, right? So Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, you said he didn't get as much screen time this round, but I think his screen time this time was a lot more powerful. Oh, yeah. Um which I enjoyed, you know, it wasn't overuse of him, but it was, he was there when he needed to be and was pushed aside when it wasn't his time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly there, man. Um, Nakia, the war dog who, yeah. uh, who, who, who left, um, her character, we get a lot of character development from her. Yes, yes, we do. And this is really fresh, so we're not going to spoil anything. Right. But she hasn't been after the events of uh, Infinity War, before the events of, or she left during that, actually, during the Infinity War, yeah. and is in Haiti, and has a life of her own, and she's like a school teacher, like a schoolmaster or something, something, yeah. you know, with school, like working with l little kids and everything. Right. Um, but after the events of what's going to happen with the, the antagonist of the film, yeah. the anti-hero, the, the, the villain, if you, if, if you must, uh, Nik Nikia has to go back in action. Yeah. And I loved how they used her where like her as a war dog, her as this undercover spy, Nobody else can get it done. Yeah. Yeah. But she is going to go in there and she's going to save Sherry and who we're going to talk about in a, in a minute, yeah. Riri Williams, right? Like, and the way that she does it is like a badass. Oh, yeah, yeah. As the tech. She's like a she's like a black James Bond. Yeah, no, I take that back. I take that back. She's not a black James Bond. She's more like a um, black Jason Bourne, okay? Okay, yeah. She's more like a that's, black that's Jason a yeah, Bourne. Yeah. I like that because I, I equated... Chadwick in the first one mm -hmm. to a uh, black James Bond and Q being Shuri. Gotcha. Right? Like quartermaster and stuff like that. Like here's all your tech and stuff like that. Go out in the field, do your thing. And then they go do the um, casino thing. Right. So I would say she's more of a, a Jason Bourne. She's probably my favorite character. <laughs> um, yeah, she's pretty awesome, man. In both movies. 
Yeah. Um, only because like one, Lupita Nyong'o is just a fantastic actor, and then two, she brings this like sweetheartness to herself and to to this character. That's that's part of it, man. And that's like, but exactly, that's like <laughs> that's the appeal, though. Like, yeah, yeah. But when she has to be rough and tumble and, and kick ass and everything, oh yeah, she's she ready. can do that to a T as well, man. I, I just I just love that about her. Um, and she just picks up and goes like there's no. No argument. It's just all right. Let's, nope. let's make it happen. Back in action. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yep. Had my go bag ready, man. Yeah. Wait, where, where you been? I'm waiting for you. Yeah, she had the, the dope suit too. Oh yeah. This time around. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was good just stuff. very uh, talented and fun. It was just great. And you're just like the whole time, just like the mo- the movie is moving so fast that you're just like, oh wait, we haven't seen the key. What's we haven't. S- oh, okay. This yeah. is why we have not seen Nakia yet. Right. So, cool character. Yes, sir. All right. Um, Riri Williams, uh, MIT student. Talk to me, brother. Uh, so she is the, I guess the target that's kind of causing the mess through the movie. I call her the 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 MacGuffin. Is that we're gonna go with her? Because usually a MacGuffin's like a thing. Right, right. I, all the bad guys are after this computer chip or yeah. whatever. But she's the, I would call her the MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, you know, for kind of her, her opening role here, because I think this is her first real theatrical, not theatrical, but a movie role. Yeah. I think. Uh, you know, she was a pretty good time. She, she, she was in there a lot with the third movie. Th- third movie. Third first, movie. First big budget movie, yeah. Right, gotcha, gotcha. You know, she was alongside with Letitia Wright a lot. Pretty much the whole movie. Yeah. Was uh, them two side by side. And, you know, she she brought her, her comedy and a good bit of physical uh, comedy as well. I, yeah. I mean, she was funny. She like, was. She, she didn't really get too serious too much other than when she was, like, mad about them breaking into her warehouse or whatever. But even then she was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed seeing her in this role and, uh, she'll be obviously going forward with us. Yes. As, as, uh, Ironheart. Ironheart. Yeah. So like, I, I do like that you made that comment about the, um, comedy. Yeah. A lot of the comedy in this film comes from a place of it comes from somewhere else. It's not like they were nobody was trying yeah. to be funny. This is not a funny movie, right? right? Um but the comedy and, and the laughter and the joy come from situations that that happen. Yeah. And then like whether it's like that, nerves or fear or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. You're an MIT student, you're in your your dorm. Um you know, the Princess of Wakanda <laughs> is at your door. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um the general of uh, the Dora Milaje comes out of your bathroom. bathroom. Right, like <laughs> which I thought was perfect. This was perfect, right? <laughs> you, like you're not going to think straight, and some yeah. people like cry, right? Some people yeah. try to like fight their way out, right? Some people in a in a weird state when they're in the state that she's in, they just crack jokes. Yeah, I'm like that, yeah. right? Like so, uh, <laughs> so, this is exactly what she is, is yeah. doing, and she's using that, and it, it just makes sense in this role, yeah. and it further develops her character. Where it's just like, okay, yeah, she's Ironheart, like Iron Man, but the female, with the black yeah. female version, and stuff like like that. Um, 
Tony Stark was wisecracking and stuff like that all the time. She kind of has a little bit of that, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like over the top as funny. He doesn't hit like it's Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Tony Stark, right? So yeah, it's more of a like you said, like a fear based exactly. at the beginning. Because she's like throwing stuff at exactly. at Koye. Um and then the other parts is like nerves. Yep. Uh, but so. she's a um, but she's th- this hustling MIT student who is a <laughs> great engineer and is the cat. Like I said, she's the catalyst of the movie there. Yeah. Um, she created the device to search for vibranium, but the government wants, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, kind of sounded like they stole it. They, you know yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, there. They yeah. didn't want it. They took it. It was yeah. already in, in the works. Uh, we, like you said, we're getting her on Disney plus for the iron heart series. Uh, but it was dope how they included her. Right. Yeah. Instead of just dropping her in and saying like, Hey, here is this person, yeah. which, which Marvel at times have been lazy and they've done. Yeah. Right. That happened. Um, they included her into the stakes of the film, right? Yeah. Um, made her the reason why any of this is happening. Yep. Um, that's just damn good writing again, man. <laughs> like, that's exactly what that is. Because they could have lazily just been like, oh, yeah, we got Ree Williams. Yeah, here Woo-hoo. we go. Let's put her in a suit. Woohoo! Yeah, we're, we're good, right? <laughs> All right. Let's put her in a suit and let her, let her fight yeah. some crime. No, she's the reason why all this is happening. Yeah. So I, I, I love that, man. And, and they portray her as a genius inventor and everything, like right off the bat. Yeah. There's no real like, oh, she had help from Wakanda. They helped her build a suit, stuff like that. She did it on her own to begin with. And she was working on it on her own. I was just yeah. about to talk about that that scene, man. We got this really dope scene um, of Shuri working over here and William's working over here, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just in the lab kind of going back and forth, and you see these flashes of the two making progress, whatever they're trying to make progress to. Yeah. When was the last time you, you saw that, Javi? 2015's Age of Ultron. That's what it reminds me yeah, of, yeah. man. Yeah, uh, Bruce and Bruce, Tony. Bruce and Tony, man, yeah. the mad scientist at work, man. I was like, that's a, like, if that wasn't a thought of anybody's, right? that's what I got out of that, that okay. scene, right? I got like, you. You can pay homages to to things, even though it's only like seven, eight years years old. Yeah, um, and that's exactly what that was, man. That was really cool to see. I got you. I didn't, I didn't put that together, but I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah that's man. awesome. Um, yeah, just a very dope scene there. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Let's talk about the, this guy, man. Um, Tinak Hurata Mejaya. Did I pronounce that correctly? Probably Mahia. Mahia. Tanak Jay's Jay's gonna be your H there. Herta? Hereta? Uh that's pretty good. Hereta Mahia. There you go. As Namor or Namor. Or both. Uh, he's tomato says, tomato, right? He he says Namor. Namor. In the movie. But in the comics and how we pronounce it, because we're dumb Americans, it's Namor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're from the South. It's Namor. Right. That's <laughs> Namor right there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was something I enjoyed is they 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 spelled that out. Yeah they, yeah, they said this is why his name's like it is. That was pretty cool. Love it, man. Um, the king of Talokan, an ancient civilization of underwater dwelling people, man. Um, the similarities they give this character uh, to the king kings before T'Challa are very well known, man. Right. Um, He's a guy who wants to protect his people, right? right. All the kings before, including T'Challa. I, 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 yeah. I misspoke. 
they all want to protect their people. But he's like everybody before T- T'Challa, Wakandan kings, because he wants to protect his people, his tech, and keep outsiders from ever knowing anything about them for safety and security. Yeah, isolation. The isolation. Right. That's, that's a good word. That's where T'Challa this, changes. This is why we're people. This is why we're in the pod together. <laughs> that's where T'Challa changes, wanting to to expand a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly you. there. Um, you know, he also hates service dwellers for what they did to his people and wants to conquer the world and has the attitude. The confidence and the swagger yeah. to do so, and he can. That was cool about his character, man. <laughs> yeah, his little his little footy wings. That he like had. he had footy wings, man. <laughs> but like, you know, um, he was just a badass character, man. Yeah, he just kind of came out knowing he could do whatever he wanted to, right? Um, I mean, he just swam right into Wakanda and. <laughs> was like, I'm coming for you guys in like a week. Just FYI, and he did his thing. Like his his whole thing was that that Teddy Roosevelt um, thing, right? Where it's just like walk softly but carry a big stick. Yeah, and like that's literally Namor, right? Whereas like he didn't have to like really. Threat, like the scene on the beach with Ramonda yeah. and Cherry, he didn't really have to like scare threaten them. Well, he kind of started out not that way, right? Yeah. And then they were a little resistant, and then he's like, "Okay, all right, we're, I'm not trying to be here for this too much longer." <laughs> he says, says, "Man, that luck comes on <laughs> <Yeah>. at ten. <laughs> trying to get to bed. I gotta get to bit. the crib, man. <laughs> I, gotta get to, I gotta get these damn footy footy wings <laughs> off, man. Shit, it's supposed to be three minutes, man." <laughs> 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 gotta this. You know, yeah, these, you know exactly. how long it takes these things to dry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, God. But, like, that, that scene, right? He could have been really a, 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 aggressive and, yeah. like, been a regular Marvel or whoever villain and be like, give me the give me the person, the scientist, ASAP, yeah. blah, 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 or, or else, whatever. But he's like, yo, let's do this together first, right? Yeah. Um, then, okay, um, I will come back and wipe you all out. He does it with so much swagger and confidence, right. man, where, like, Wakanda is this very advanced civilization. He don't give a damn about that. No, nah, he ain't worried about that. you can get all this smoke. You get all this underwater <laughs> he said, smoke. We, he said, we got vibranium as well. Yeah, so bro, what you got, man? Do. He's, I love the line. I, I can't, I don't remember, like, word for word, but it's something like, um... I have more people than you have, like, blades of grass. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, yo, okay, your army is thick, bro, because they in Africa. <laughs> yeah. A lot of grass out there, it's bro, okay? Of, nothing but grass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of grass out there, bro. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I really enjoyed this take on Namor, and we have our first MCU-confirmed mutant. Yes. Um, Not just in- enhanced, not just crazy cellular makeup in your body right, or whatever, right. But confirmed, self-stated that I'm a mute. Yeah, he said it out loud, didn't he? So we are in a very we're we're going in the direction of Xavier School of the Gifted. Let's go. Ready. Let's go. <laughs> Ready for that. I mean, we 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 saw him in multiverse action. Yeah, but that's still. You know, multiverse stuff. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't know how we, 
how we look at that within the six two six universe yeah, the, that we're in. The MCU timeline we're in right now, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Namor's motivations are simple: protect his people at all costs, and that means kill the person who created the device to def- detect the vibranium right. that him and his people use. Um, I mean, dude was born with vibranium in substance in his bloodstream, right? Like right. that's and it's infused in him. Um, you know, so this dude is different, man. He pulls up to the scene with his ceiling missing, bro. Seriously. <laughs> Like no doubt, you are you like because like because yeah. like T'Challa, yeah, he take like the Black Panther like eats it and goes through this thing and it's in their bloodstream, right? Yeah, but you're not born with it, right? Yeah, it's it's just him, one hundred percent him, with the footy wings, man, with the footy you know wings I mean? and everything. Which like strength, speed, flight, dude is a threat, you know, and I'm gl- I'm glad this that he was a different threat, um than having the same powers as Black Panther like in the first one or right. Iron Man versus Iron Man or Hulk versus Obama. You know, like that's what they do. Yeah. That's what and they do in these m- movies, and I'm glad that it was different this time. Yeah, I mean, the, the slight connection for the vibranium, but that's pretty much it. But that's pretty much yeah, it, yeah. right? Two Hulk different di- set of powers. Different cultures, really. Different cultures, yeah. man. Um, that was just a dope ad- addition here, but like... Everybody was like, yo, what the hell is going... Leading up to this movie, when we first yeah. saw them footy wings, uh. <laughs> everybody had was talking like shit about them. Like, yeah, they can't pull that off, man. Yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, Did they pull with, it with off? The footy wings or him in general? Him in general, but yeah. specifically the footy, the footy wings. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's his thing, right? Um, so our first interaction when he's like, Flies out the water, right? He comes out the water and talks to Shuri and her mom. Uh, we didn't see much. We saw him rise out the water, fly in the air a little bit, come down. Well, even before that, remember when he takes down the chopper? Yeah. In the dead of night, yeah. we, we can barely we can see his silhouette, but yeah. he's like floating there. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it was still kind of like, okay, just, you know, that part of it was kind of like the dialogue, right? His attitude, he was introducing himself. But when they got to fighting, my man could move with them little footy wings. Oh, my God. My man was moving. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, at, at that point, I think him as an actor and what he was doing, you really kind of don't even focus on that that much. Exactly. You're focusing on this dude moving so fast and just taking out uh, ships and he's just fighting everybody and everything like that. Uh, they really get pushed to the back. But when they were fighting, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah. I will say this, man. Just the weight of why he's doing what he's doing in the movie mm-hmm. um, makes him like a top five best MCU villain, man. Let's go. Like he's Jesus. Like right there, he's top five. Right. You're, you're a little different, right? You're yes. You're uh, you're not just. Well, I mean, I mean, you could kind of perspectives for different villains, right? Uh, so when you say top five, you're saying just because he was, was it like 
power based or you're just saying like his cause his the his whole reason in being right yeah makes him top five like okay he's just there to protect okay people. first and foremost he's exactly like yeah, yeah. you're right he's there to protect his people right i have to do this because this happened yeah i'm not i didn't always have intentions on wanting to do this it was going i knew it was going to have to happen one day i was going to have to like conquer yeah yeah but i didn't know it was going to happen happen as soon as it is now that we're here now that there's this, there's this device that's out there looking for vibranium they're going to find us and we have yeah. to do something about that yeah right so his motivations are always to protect his people right his motivations are not just world domination because i just need to rule rule the world right i, I have to do it in order to protect my people exactly yeah. right and that makes a really good villain Mm-hmm. That makes a really good character. Not even right, right, a really right. good character, right? On top of that, he is super strong. Yes. And he is super fast. Yes. And he swims really fast. Um, and he has foot, dope-ass footy wings, man. And he, he looks awesome in a uh, some, some underwear. Some, some green underwear. Yeah, some yeah. draws, right? Some Fruit of the Loom or something, man. I don't know what, yeah. what they were. Um, stash, too, man. Yeah. What's going <laughs> on? You had it going on. Yeah. Uh, I I just loved him, man. He just looked amazing, sounded amazing. I love that he kept that like Mayan type, yeah, yeah, like diction about his language and everything. Yeah, just really cool, man. Yeah, just re- really cool there. And seeing like his the way he was trying to tell a story, like he was doing the pictures and stuff on the walls. Yeah, in his study his room i don't know what that was his office it's called his biblioteca yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's, oh. <laughs> i bet he had a bunch of leather bound books yeah. in there that smell the mahogany <laughs> and seaweed i bet you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, but they did keep a good cultural aspect to him uh, in yes. that that the original people before they became the underwater dwellers, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, two more characters that I do want to uh, talk about there. Uh, Martin Freeman comes back as Everett K. Ross, an agent of the CIA uh, who was previously previous ties to Wakanda and doesn't really get thrown back into the mess like he yeah. was before. He stays uh stateside. Oh yeah. But um you know they use them in a very, very small way how he kind of just gives them the lead right on where to find this engineer, right? This scientist. And, and just enough too, so we also have Valentina Allegra who's big part of the big storyline of MCU. Exactly. So they're just kind of in there just to keep them relevant, right? Let's keep them Perfect. relevant. Uh, the amazing Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. We do find out that she is the former wife of Ross. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, so they were yeah. a thing. That was exciting. That was, I mean, hey. I was like, oh, boy. Ross. Man. All right. Doing doing big things. All man. right. Just can snag them. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm really excited where uh, her character goes, kind of yeah. in the MCU. Um, 
but her whole thing was, yeah, this had to, all these events that is happening, this had to have been Wakanda because yeah. they're, they're a nation of crazy black people. And I also feel like with her role here, it's going to be able to bring him in to some other stuff going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Hopefully against her. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully against her. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because um, I do like the little bit of tension between the two. Oh, yeah. That was kind of fun. <clears throat> All right, brother. Um, Let's talk sets and music, man. Um, And I know this is usually our, our thinnest. Um, yeah. Section, but I do want to say this. Uh, a lot of I I love the MCU and I love the MCU movies here, but a lot of their movies feel like it's it's a world not lived in. I loved, gotcha. I loved um, Shang Chi, right? Yeah, but the world at the end. I forgot the name of the world where his like mother is from. Uh, Tong Lao. Tong Lao. Yes, that Let's sounds like that. a Mortal Kombat character. That's that, probably what. That's it was. probably what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't seem as like a a real place. I know we had like magical beasts and everything around, but you still have to make it seem like real. Gotcha. Yeah. Right, and then you have Wakanda, which is like they shoot the most beautiful scenes. Yeah. Wakanda is just a beautiful lived in place. And I love that we got not just got like the country, the, 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 the castle where the, where the king and queen, you know, are or whatever. Yeah. But we also get like the city. They were, they were like frying up chicken, you know, at, <laughs> at one point we saw, we saw a little kid eating a sandwich, laughing and dancing. Right. There was yeah, like, yeah. there was some shops that they were walking past and everything. Right. right. So we saw, we're seeing a, a world. Yeah. Different, different, uh, phases of, the not to say lower class, but the uh, you got the royalty, and then you exactly. have other people, and just the classes as they exactly there, right, yeah, just, yeah, just the Wakandan people, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that that was very very cool, man. Um, but at the same exact time, Talukan, yeah, and like, which is basically like At- Atlantis, but dope, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. This whole this whole city, this whole underwater city, is powered by vibranium, and uh, the city was cool, beautiful, and mesmerizing at times. Yeah. Man, there was just like, I loved how it took you through the city through Sherry's eyes, through right. like that um, water, whatever that suit that she was yeah. in, or whatever that scuba diving suit, or whatever. Um, just this movie in, in whole. I know it's a Marvel movie, so there is FX teams and there yeah, is yeah. CGI and there is blue and green screen and stuff like that. But this movie feels less like that. It's like they used it in certain places mm-hmm. and where they can use actual like footage and, and actual real life. Right. They did that as well. Um, you know, it feels like these places could exist. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and it shows the people they're doing just. Normal stuff, just underwater. Chilling. Right. They're uh, playing. They're um, shopping. shopping. They're shopping. Right. Um, There's a mugging around the corner. I don't know if you you probably missed that. I don't think I caught that. Yeah, it was a mugging around the corner, man. man. 
Right, right. Don't go to Chalakon after uh, night. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you know he he's he loves his people so much he made them a son, exactly, which was Just, really dope touch. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. It, it was it was a lot of man. I be pretty cool to go there and check that out. Yeah. Right. Either way, man. I want to go to Wakanda. I want to go to Talakon. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there, man. I I really love that, man. Um, They do up the action, and it shows through every scene here. That That Boston chase scene ends in a really cool fight Mm -hmm. where, you know, um, you think she's going to win. Mm-hmm. And it almost seems like that for us. Like it's just like you know, you're the general of the dorm. Door, yeah. Blah It's Like of course, whoop, whoop some ass. But like, whoa, these are characters, enemies that you've never encountered. Yeah. Before. So you don't you have no clue what to do here. Exactly. You don't know what the surprises are. And we had no clue either. And that Correct. that was like the fun thing about it. It's like, oh yeah, she took him down. Okay, yeah. well that was kind of. Bo- wait, oh my, wait, what yeah, the yeah. hell is happening? <laughs> what what? Yeah, and. uh she showed, I mean, she she held it up for a little bit. She's badass, she, dude. She definitely. Just straight badass. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was some good good fight scene there, too. Um, and also, like we talked about a little earlier with Neymar, the takedown of Wakanda in that final, what's cool, in that final battle on the water, mm. um, just fantastic. And Ryan Coogler ups the game with those slow motion shots of those water bombs. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, every time... It was a water bomb introduced into a scene, <laughs> right? It was it almost reminded me of when uh, in Spider in this in San Raimi's Spider Man when the goblin was kind of throwing his goblin bombs or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't slow. Well, one of them were sl- like slow mo. That the, one scene that was slow mo, like the boomerang thing. No, the the actual like goblin bomb. Okay, that like blew up. Oh yeah, yeah, and it destroyed uh, Spider-Man's mask, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then Spider-Man gave him that Molly Wop, yeah, yeah, bye-yow. Um, <laughs> and according to James Franco, killed his dad, but yeah, that's another yeah. story. Um, but like those slow motion shots, man, you were just fe- you felt it because like you see, yeah. you saw them like us as <laughs> I don't know about you, man, you were right next to me, but like yeah. us as just viewers, we were like, oh shit, here comes another one, and you're just like. I'm like swipe, trying to swipe it away, like stop it from happening. And there's nothing that we can do, right? Like, it's not like it's coming at us like a hundred miles an hour and like gonna hit us. Yeah, but like you just see it and you're just like, oh shit, this this. Damn. Yeah, and all you see is water. That's it. And then like somebody fly out of the water. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's like they weren't necessarily deadly, but they did some did some damage definitely. Yeah. Um, just real quick about the music, man. Just my one note is, um, this, this music pays tribute not only to, um, you know, blacks and and Africans, right? Um, but this also pays tribute to, you know, that like Hispanic South American heritage as well, man. And, And you get that, um... You get that very, very, very well, man. You just, you just hear it in every tone, man. Um, and the funny thing about that is, 
There's this 38-year-old Swedish composer named Ludwig Gorgensen. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's, he's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, he's the one dropping these amazing <laughs> sounds, right, and curating these for these Ryan Coogler movies. Man. Uh, he did, um, <laughs> looking at his thing, Creed, Creed Two, Venom, yeah. Tenet. Yeah, exactly, right? yeah. Th- those are the ones I see pop up real quick. Um, yeah, I mean, the composing alongside the uh, produced music, yeah. I guess, uh, the actual produced songs. Uh, mixed very well, and they they really and even with the the first Black Panther, they did such a good job mixing these things together. Makes it more and like the where they add the music, it just makes it a lot more weighty. Yeah, in it, and that was just like you you just felt that right. Oh, you yeah. felt the tension, you felt the action, you felt the fun when you needed to. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing was out of place. Right, and I really enjoyed that. All right, man. Um, a theme. All right. Couldn't come up with one. So I have three. Let's go. Just say all three and I'll cut two of them out. It's going to keep putting in four. Oh, man. All right. Uh, no, these, these actually are three major themes, so you can't. They're major. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, the first one, man, is uh, Death Happens. Yes. Uh, we have no control over that, no matter how smart one is, how we are. Um, what we can't control is how we grieve and mourn the deceased. Yeah. Uh, Shuri decides to spend time in tech. Um, that is her safe spot, skate spot. Um, but uh, she can't stay there. Nope. Uh, she can't stay in that state, and she has to go through the process and mourn and continue with life. Uh, that's, that's very important. Uh, black women. Black women are tough. Yes. Resilient, loyal, and get the job done. Um, I think Coogler continues and expands on from the first film. Once again, you without Chadwick as the central, you ha- you really have no choice. Yeah. You're going to do a story about the nation of Wakanda and they're kind of what's going on with them. You're going to have to center it um, unless you want to have M'Baku as the center. Yeah. You know I mean, I, I would have... Uh, I don't think that would have went well. That wouldn't have went well yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah cuz um, you're you're you'd be centering a man overpowering all these powerful women. Exactly. Not a good look. Not a good good yeah. look, right? Uh especially when it's auntie who cooks your dinner. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and this movie is also about the differences and similarities, man. Um, the people of Wakanda and the people of Talakon are a lot more alike than, um, they lead on through the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Open quote, uh, now more than ever, the illusions of division threaten our very existence. We all know the truth more connects us than separates us. But in times of crisis, the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers. Uh, that was from T'Challa to the nation uh, to the United Nations at the end of the first Black Panther film. Man, um, Wakanda Forever continues this theme, especially with the flash of life between the two rival nations at the final fight. There, yeah, um, that's the central theme of these movies, man. Um, that's the story that Ryan Coogler and and uh, Marvel is trying to tell through these outings. Right, and I really appreciate that, man. You got um, 
me and you who are best friends right. and we come from two different paths, you know, we, you know, we grew up in the same yeah. county and stuff, but, um, you know, you have your path, yeah. um, as a Mexican American, my, my path as a, you know, African American black guy. And we build and we found that there is a lot more things we have in common than separates us. Right. Right. Oh Yeah. I mean, we both like some seasoned chicken, though. Yeah, you know what I mean, love gotta it. have that seasoned love chicken it. rug. Love it. Gotta go to breakfast Brunch. anytime, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but no, nah, man, like that's that's exactly what. Um, yeah, that that's exactly what this is about, man. And I I didn't. I I just love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, to kind of follow up with that last one. Uh, they're all doing the same thing. Yeah. Every every nation is doing the same thing, trying to protect their land. Yep. So everybody looks like a bad guy to everybody else. Exactly. And this, this you know, whether it's a mistake or not, it's kind of the way it is, right? Sadly. So, so before we get into... Uh Thoughts in, in in ratings, man. Um, I do. We did go ahead and get a few people who wanted to share their comments. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> my buddy Gordon. Uh, good flick. Not as good as uh, Black Panther one, but still good. Loss of Bozeman forced him to write a story that accounted for his loss yeah. in dealing with grief. Um, my buddy Brandon uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd even say I enjoyed it as much as the first, considering the challenge they were faced with of losing their great lead actor. Um, I say they did a good job. Uh, Steven, and then I have one more after Steven, so I'm not going to bore you guys all night. Okay. I told you this was going to be a long pod. Um, they did okay with what they uh, what they had, but could have done way better if Chadwick was around, but Letitia did as best she could. I felt they could have done better job with Namor because he is a pivotal character in Marvel. And they only dropped one Imperious Rex, and he should have killed somebody because his strength is parallel with the Hulk. But whatever. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just one more, a buddy of mine, Jordan, and say so I'm pretty sure he probably did kill some people. Oh, he killed a lot. Of yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, they don't necessarily show that, but there's a lot of implied death. Oh yeah, L- Lake yeah. Lake Bell's dead. Yeah, yeah. I love her. She's a great actor. She was in the movie for seven minutes. Yeah. I was like, oh, Lake Bell's in this is gonna be this is dope addition to the MC. Go. Oh. Go. Gone. Right. <laughs> um, very long, but uh, I feel as though um, they just threw stuff together because of Chadwick's death. Uh, they basically told us uh, here is Shuri, a side character. Now she's the main character with n- giving no backstory to her. The extent of the story in the movie is grieving. Um, and now I want vengeance. Um, and then he, he just goes into a lot of. Um, other stuff that he said. He says, I feel if Chadwick was still alive, they could have been more character development with him considering the disappeared for five years. Like I said, little to no character development uh, felt like about two hours um, getting you to feel for Shiri. And finally the black Panther was in the movie for all of 15 minutes, honestly, four out of 10. So I didn't know. I don't know if like that's four out of 10 is like good or bad. I don't know his scale. Um, But I mean, that that means say it all, all good points. Oh yeah, all oh, very yeah. good points, oh, yeah, and and it's all a perspective. Exactly, I was literally about to say that. Yeah, multiple times, because uh, I feel like it, it's it's Wakanda forever. 
It's not Black Panther. Yeah. The first one was Black Panther. Exactly. This was Wakanda Forever. And they they spotlighted the people as a whole of for Wakanda. Yeah. So, you know, the Black Panther thing is always awesome. But, I mean, you got so much out of the, the Dora Milaje and the Shuri just as herself. Yeah. Uh, just tagging on the back end of that. Powerful, man. Yeah. Powerful performances from all. All right, team. So that's our conversation about Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Um, JV, give me your thoughts and ratings, sir. Oh, man. Very emotional, as we all knew it was going to be. Uh, you know, the way they... They, they they did the story as far as uh, T'Challa why he why he's no longer with us um, lining up with Chadwick's uh, you know same you know disease that that took him down uh, that's kind of a thin line for me I guess what do you mean but well I don't know if it was like. I don't, it's hard to say. Like it, it's, I'm not gonna say like an easy way out of the story, mm-hmm. but it was very like. Uh, I, I don't know how to how to say the words right now. That's why we have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take your uh, time, sir. We got seven uh, hours of recording <laughs> left. Uh, so it wasn't a it wasn't a bad thing, but it was kind of like you know, very fast. It was, there was no real, you know, anything to lead up to this moment Yeah. for the character. Okay. And it was just, we were in, he's sick, he's gone. Uh, I don't know, man. It just seems like there could have been a little bit more in there. Uh, but that being paralleled with the man who we see as this figure of T'Challa. Yeah. Um, was what made it not that sour, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because you can't replace this guy. They're not going to now. We knew that. Uh, but other than that, I mean, going through the movie, I, I never really had a point to where I was, like, bored for it being two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, as well. Uh, it, was, it was a haul. Like, like this pod, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, told you, I told you I, I had notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, I mean, uh, the characters were fun. Uh, I liked seeing the Dora Milaje really get to put in work. Yeah, it's always um, fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just the, like you said, the, the two cultures colliding and really being, really fighting for the same thing, Thank but you. just with each other Thank you. Uh, was a interesting plot. For yeah. This one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. I'm looking forward when it drops on streaming. Uh, we'll do five buckets out of five for this one, sir. Right. I really Perfect for this guy really enjoyed it. What about you, man? What you got? Um, I I went into this movie, man, with expectations that it probably is not going to be as good as the first one, right? Um, 
But what does what doesn't this movie have, man? This movie yeah. has love, it has loss, it has betrayal, it has heartache, laughter, great action scenes that deliver, and a great tight script from Coogler and Cole. Yeah, and uh, Michael B. Jordan got a shirt on too. Michael B. Jordan's a good looking guy though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, I I also didn't expect to uh shed as many tears as I did, man. Yeah, they they did they did a lot of that. Like, I'm a G, movie. man. Like, I'm a gangster, right, dude? <laughs> I'm from China Grove, baby, you, yeah, okay? I'm a gangster, you know what I mean? So, bro, like, bro up in here. I don't cry. But, like, that opening scene? Yeah. When the theater got dark? Yeah. And silent? I was in tears, man. Yeah. It and was there was like emotional mo- moments in the movie where like, I felt like I don't do that, man. And this yeah. is the second movie in my adult life that like I, it has brought me to tears, not like crying, whining tears, yeah, but yeah. just like emotional, like that was powerful type tears. Right. right. Kind of hair sticking up on your arms. And exactly. Kind of stuff. Yeah. The first movie, Black Panther. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, made this grown ass thirty something year old man like put him in tears. Um yeah, five buckets of popcorn, man. Uh this movie's an instant classic and the best in the MCU since Endgame. Yeah. We've had some good ones. Yeah. This has been the best since Endgame. Yeah, like I say, take into account, you know, we're we're passing a mantle, right? Yep. Uh, from not only great actor, but uh, an actor who's made a great character. Yeah. Uh, that's nothing but emotions. Exactly. And when you see that, that opening scene, like you said, it's like, like, you know, when at the end of Endgame, right, Iron Man's funeral. Yeah. You know, we know we're losing a character that we like and we love. Yeah. But we're not losing the actor. No, we're going to see him in Oppenheimer in a few yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but with this one, it's like you, you lose two things. That's what was really hard-hitting. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was powerful performances from all, man. And, yes, sir. Um, my best thought is all walks of life, man. Uh, black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, purple, yellow, green, um, everybody. Yeah. Go see this movie and go see it ASAP because it has a little bit of everything for everybody. Yes. All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Next week, we will be discussing the Sam Rockwell-led heist film, The Bad Guys. And that's streaming on Netflix. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And like always, Wakanda forever. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.